Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank descriptions of sex, and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy. Hello, Claire. Oh, hello, Neil. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm Dandy. I'm just sitting here in a room by myself. How about you? I am also sitting in a room by myself. As is Christine. Well, no, Christine has a cat, so... Yeah, so she's, she's never really alone. Yeah. No. <laughs> never. <laughs> He's on um, my feet right now. He's either on oh, my feet or on my lap. Precious. Um, so, as you can tell, listeners, we are social distancing and recording separately because pandemics happened. Um, We hope everybody else is also social distancing and being kind to yourselves Mm -hmm. and you're bearing with the the world with, you know, grace and fear Mm -hmm. as we all should be. (laughs) I saw an article um, not too long ago that um, doctors in California have seen that there's been a difference with all the social distancing and the sheltering in place. It's like, oh, I mean, like, people are still getting sick, but they're like, it's not as bad as we expected it to be right now. So it's it's working, and that reading that was really helpful for me to be like, okay, this is for something. There is a payoff. I'm not just like going insane inside my my bedroom by myself for no reason not this time like an emily dickinson character um yeah uh should we should we say what we're doing here yes we should (laughs) (laughs) obviously listeners this is not a normal episode this is a quickie uh, but this is a quickie of FMK Lit. Yay! Oh, where we shit, usually yeah. read. <laughs> <laughs> I, where we... I barely know what day it is. How do you expect me to remember this business? Who knows? Who uh, knows? But we usually read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we usually play Fuck, Mary Kill with the characters. And we usually spoil a bunch of shit. Usually, but now we're just going to spoil the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's our quarantine quickie. Ooh, quarantine quickie. Maybe. Nice. That's. I mean, because I. It's like a playoff of another playoff of words, like quarantini. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. It's not. It's not good. Anyway. No, I think uh, our theater company is using hashtag quarantainment. Mm, I like that. Um, of friends, theater company is doing. Um, shelter shorts oh cute yeah Yeah. but anyway that's not what we're doing this time we're doing a quickie we're doing a quickie and we're but we have not abandoned our our genre of course so today we'll be talking about romance during coronavirus our love in the time of covid indeed um and but before we get into that Mm-hmm. Um, I think we usually spend this time doing our hot bothered, but this mm-hmm. time I think we want to do hot and bothered silver lining. Yeah, because I feel like it needs to be like a bring. Yeah, because we've said before that we're not we're not here to like talk about terrible things other than books that happen to be terrible. 
Um, we're here to be a respite from all of that. So, you know, let's talk about some silver linings. Um, obviously, this is all terrible, but silver lining. Do you want to go yeah. first, Claire? Or should I? No, no, you go first. You okay. Go first. Okay. So I um, have picked up Duolingo again. Now that I like, I'm like, well, what else am I doing? So I picked up Duolingo again and there was an update recently they have this thing now and it's only for certain languages. I've seen it for French and Spanish and I'm sure they have it for English. So like the, the more popular languages that people were learning, they're called stories where they have these really cute little icons for the different people. And it's like a dialogue between them. And then you get quizzed on it. Like it asks for comprehension, like, Oh, so-and-so said this true or false, or like you fill in the blank or stuff like that. Oh my God. They're like soap operas. Oh my god, <laughs> they're so entertaining! Like they're so addicting. It's just like ah <laughs> ah ah. Like um oh, there was one last night because we were talking about this a little bit, and I was like, oh well, nobody's had an affair. I'm doing French. I was like, nobody's had an affair yet, so it's not particularly French. <laughs> so there's one where there's this guy, and he's writing a letter to this woman, talking about how much he misses her, and like cooking with her, and drawing in the garden with her and all of these things and then it's like and then his wife walks in and it's like hey what are you doing and it's like uh 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 and then there was a part two so i'm just like <laughs> um turns out he was writing a letter to his daughter who just went to college and he was kind of Aww. about it um because it had it she'd only been gone for like a month and so the wife was like, oh, we'll see her soon. We're going to talk to her. It's fine. And then the husband was like, but who will I cook with? Who will I draw with? And the wife's like, I'm here. And he's like, oh, yes, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> so they're really sweet. And then there's one. Oh, my God. It's these two older gentlemen walking to a restaurant. And there's this song playing and one of them's like, oh my God, I love this song. And the other one says, oh my God, I hate this song. And so they spend time talking about what they love and hate about the song. And then the one who likes it says, well, I like this song because it was playing the day that we met. And then the other guy's like, oh, I see now. And then he gets up in the middle of the restaurant and asks him to dance. And it's just like, <laughs> and even the little icons are like gray haired men who've obviously been together for like, 30 years or whatever i know christine's making a tear it was just like i i did almost cry alone in my room Aww. as i've done so many times lately um so it's really cute it's they're really fun they're really um engaging which is a nice way to learn language um and then also there have been um at least three with queer characters um which percentage-wise isn't a lot, but still, there was even one where there's this woman going to an airport um, and the taxi driver was like, oh, are you meeting your husband at the airport? She's like, no, I'm meeting my wife at the airport. Thanks. And he's like, oh, sorry. And then, you know, they went on with their conversation. So that was cool. I'm like, oh, hey, way to, way to be a little lit Duolingo. Good for you. Nice. So that's been nice. a lot of fun. What about you, Claire? Um... Silver linings. Um, I would say that um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying all the kindness in the mm -hmm. world right now. I think there is 
there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of like people struggling and there's a lot of people um, not being kind, just mm-hmm. as normal. But I, I feel like there's right now a lot of kindness in the world. There's a lot of softness. There's a lot of people trying to make way for other people. Um, in the first couple of days of the quarantine, um, and when I go for walks in Golden Gate Park, um, like I, you know, like keep my distance. But like everybody still made a point to like make eye contact and to smile and to be like, "Hey, look at us outside!" and thank you for moving six feet away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the grocery store where I feel like people are at their most like upset because mm-hmm. I, this is where you feel the stress of, mm-hmm. I think the, the quarantine the most, honestly, even when, even when it's been that stress, there's been a lot more people like excusing themselves and making way and like asking polite questions. And I think, and I know that, there's a lot of people facing stress and violence in their homes right now. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who are not feeling that kindness necessarily because they're out in the world. But like, honestly, it's felt like people are trying um, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get out of each other's way and they're trying to be kind. And I hope, I know that won't continue after this, but mm-hmm. I kind of hope it does like yeah. this, this like lesson in, are in a common struggle uh, despite differences. Like I, I really hope that that continues and it's felt nice. Mm -hmm. I've been pleasantly surprised with how different institutions have been handling this. Like that, um, I think it was like Walmart or something stopped taking returns. So all those people who hoarded toilet paper to do price gouging, like can't, return the toilet paper it's like nope sorry you bought it you're stuck with it or um i think there have been local governments that have like been punishing people for hoarding supplies and things um and then i saw uh the most recent episode of big brother canada had to end early and then the show was like well since there's no winner we're going to donate all of the we're going to donate the prize money to covid relief and stuff like that. So yeah, it's like surprisingly not just people, but like institutions, businesses have been stepping up in a way that I've never seen before. And I think it's really, really nice. And yeah, I hope that kindness and just like that basic understanding of like, you know, we're just the same, we're all people in the same situation just trying to get through. And and that's always true, even when we're not in a pandemic. Like everyone's just trying to get through. Yeah. Um and I really hope that that carries on as well. Wouldn't that be so nice? Yeah. Like people like I was walking downtown one day, because I'm still going into the office a couple days a week, and I was walking up Stockton in the financial district and somebody like said good morning to me. Well, that never happens. It's like, <laughs> oh, isn't that like even in this big city, like we're all neighbors in a way, just to, like, good morning, hello, you know, just like the, the niceties. It'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, but why don't we do our quickie? Let's quick a quick a quick a quick a. Okay, so what I've brought to the table today. You did research. You- I did research. So you had said um, a love in the time of COVID. 
And uh, of course, that's a play on Love in the Time of Cholera, mm-hmm. uh, which is an amazing book by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And I mean, it's a book about distance and space, mm-hmm. like, um, and how, I, I mean, and I loved the book. Like, it was definitely one of my favorite books, but it's, it's also about how actually that distance and space like creates romance, but it doesn't create love. And that there's a difference mm-hmm. between those two things. And that romance is strong and it's like sexy and there's a lot of interesting things. But like when you get down to it, love, like true love comes from being together. And, uh, and like, I just, I love that so much. But anyway, I looked up, I was like, I wonder how many articles right now are titled love at the time of COVID-19. Six billion. Oh my God. So many like (laughs) FYI. None of you are being original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it at the top, like, oh, that's what they're all called, like, as a joke. It's like, that's what everybody's saying right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're all, it's like loving the time of Corona, loving the time of, like, COVID, loving the mm-hmm. time of COVID-19. Everyone's so excited that it starts with a hard C. Oh, my God. They're just like, yes, I'm brilliant. Like, right? Because if it were called, like, Movid. Be like, love in the time of Movid. It doesn't quite work, but It doesn't oh well. quite work. I mean, I'm sure there were articles when H1N1 was making the rounds, like, that was, like, love in the time of H1N1, but, like, none of us had to, like, quarantine for that, so. Yeah, right. It's well, also not as catchy. Not as catchy. Harder to, <laughs> harder to put together. Um, love in the time of bird flu. I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> Um, anyway, so here are a smattering of articles that I found. Um, see the Lancet, uh, which is, you know, which is like an important, um, medical journal, um, Mm -hmm. had, uh, like gave a response about the negligence of the Nicaraguan response with a sexy title, love in the time of (laughs) COVID-19. What are you doing? And it's like a super important article about how the Nicaraguan government is utterly ignoring like any of like the the things, and also like just being a bad government in general. And like it's it's an important article, but they decided, you know what, we should do. We should call this love, and that was the top search. And I was like, I guess it. I guess it. It's good marketing. Good marketing, but like honestly, it was like, uh. <laughs> I'm assuming that article doesn't have anything to do with romance. Nothing. No, yeah. it's it's in fact about a lot of death, um, oh, which I found very <laughs> romantic. <laughs> um, and then, um, uh, then of course, a lot of them were absolutely about uh, how people are getting together during these times. Um, mm-hmm. Mission Local, which is, of course, out of San Francisco, uh, Mission Local by Julian Mark had loved the time of COVID-19. Not having sex is definitely frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. And that's Uh, part of what I'm going to be talking about today. Yeah, yeah, but I think (laughs) what this article touched on that was more interesting than just like social dating during social distancing Mm-hmm. is um is the fact that so many people in san francisco live with a shit ton of other people mm-hmm. like the people that this um this writer talked to one of them they were interested they were dating they were currently dating this person who lived in um another apartment not far away but like they still can't go see each other 
because both of them live in apartments with apartments or flats or houses with like six or 10 other people. Oh my God. Because they're trying to make rent. And like, so the houses have had to set up like really strict rules about like, Mm -hmm. okay, who's going out when, how like we're going to like, because they don't want it to spread at all within themselves because that could be bad and it could Mm -hmm. go bad really fast. So they have to have really strict rules so they can't go see each other. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it just... It, th- I was just like, this is just an article about how bad the rent is in San Francisco. Like, really, when you get down to it, like, that's what this article is. <laughs> well, that's what every article about San Francisco is about. Is, is in a sense, about. Because um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of more that were, like, that are all about that. There's another one in the Daily Columbia, uh, the, the Columbia Daily Spectator, which is another one, Love in the Time of COVID, which was all about online dating. Mm-hmm. Um this one was pretty funny and I recommend people read it. Love in the time of COVID-19, some pickup lines to get you through the pandemic. Um, and it was Please mostly an like, example. well, it was, it was mostly like people picking up from people's Twitter. Uh, this mm. one was pretty great. Um, I'm just a girl standing six feet away from a boy telling him to back up just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. Um, and that was on NPR. So again, oh. easy to find. Um, and then I, I will end this with, there's a love in the time of COVID-19, a Spotify playlist. Um, I think I've seen it. I've seen uh, a playlist. That's, oh, I'm, that's I'm all positive. About, there's yeah. probably a bunch, but yeah, the, like one this that one I was, saw, It's all songs about disease and then like, don't stand so close to me and stuff like that. This one is actually like, oh, you, you want to get down and have sex during your, you know, during this. Um, uh, so it was pretty great. Uh, and so I, I'll put up a link to this one, link to all the Spotify playlists named after this because it's pretty great. But yeah, that's uh, loving the time of COVID-19. Great. Yeah. So jumping off of um, things that people are doing whilst in... Uh, quarantine i heard about zoom dating Uh and i found it fascinating and so i haven't done it i have a friend who has done it so i asked her about it um so (laughs) let's get into it um so poor thing also she um recently uh went through divorce so she's dating for the first time in 12 years and she's never done online dating and now, all of a sudden, she has to do Zoom dates. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Um, and apparently, what she's been doing, and what it, I'm assuming is like the sort of the norm, is like you have the first date either uh, by phone or on Zoom. And then the next date, if you if the first date was a phone call, then you progress to Zoom. Because then you have to like, you know, do your face and shower yeah. and all of that. Um, and then the next step has been social distance dating where like you go for a walk and stand six feet apart while you do it. Um, and so then my, my question for her was like, well, and then what? It's just like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. That's that's the thing is like, I understand, I understand wanting to, um, continue 
dating. Um, one, because it sort of like keeping up the, your routine or like keeping up as many things in your life that are normal or standard is comforting. Like it's nice to be like, oh, okay, well this thing I can still do. Like this thing is not as affected by, you know, being in quarantine as it could be. Um, and then I also understand that people are really trying to connect with other people right now because they've spent so much time um, not seeing friends and family face to face. So I, I understand that, but it's just like, okay, you have a really great zoom date and then, you like walk through the park together six feet apart. And then I guess you just do that over and over again until the government says we can start making out again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know what to do. And I assume a lot of people at that point are totally breaking quarantine, depending on the rules of their house. And yeah, well, I sure hope not. I know. I also hope, but, they're probably, I mean, absolutely yeah. they're doing that. I'm actually, I'm doing a social distance date tomorrow, but it's someone we've been seeing each other for a couple months. So it's, I feel like it's different because it's not like, oh, hey, we just met, but I can't get within six feet of you kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I just find it so fascinating. And I've heard of people like um, the person who asks the other person on the Zoom date will like, Venmo them money so that they can go pick up dinner and they can eat dinner together kind of thing or like oh here's money for a bottle of wine so they go to their you know like local convenience store and get a bottle of wine to share on the date um and I saw this one video um it was this guy started getting a crush on this girl who lived like across the street from him and she would hang out on her roof and he'd hang out on his balcony and he'd see her And he found, I forget, it's like a four-part video on Facebook, and I forget how he got her attention, but then... um, I think it was a drone. Yes, he used a drone to, like, ask her out, and then they would, like, FaceTime and stuff, and then he got her roommate to set up, like, a little bistro table, and he ordered in dinner for her so that they had a date. And then he got into one of those giant hamster bubbles so they could go on a walk together. (laughs) And he had a thing of flowers, and he tried to give it to her, but... It was, it was really cute. So I, I think it's fun that people are getting really creative with the way that they're having to... De- I mean, like, invention is the... Or necessity is the mother of invention. Like, people are yeah. going to find a way to, like, hopefully have someone to make out with when this is all over kind of thing. Um, so that's just... Well, it's, it's all been- very, like... Jane Austen, like, it's just made me think of, like, all the Jane Austen books I've ever read where you cannot touch each other. You mm-hmm. had, like, you you cannot be in the same room for a long time. Like, you have to be introduced by other people. Like, mm-hmm. letter writing is the only way to really get to know each other. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's just really interesting to think of or to read about the ways that, that people think to, like, overcome this. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cute. Um... Yeah, and then me personally, it's like I'm just kind of on hold, I guess. Like, um, you know, and it's it's interesting. I've noticed on the apps that I'm getting pinged by more guys from around the world, and I think it's like, I think for a lot of people, it's like, why would I bother like reaching out to this person in 
France when I'm probably never even going to meet them. It's mm-hmm. like, well, now I'm not going to meet the person who's, you know, a mile away. So I might as well talk to the guy in France kind of thing. <laughs> so I've been getting pinged by guys all over the world, which I think is really interesting. Um, and then the conversations are usually just like, oh, how are you holding up? I'm doing okay. How about you? How, like, w- how strict are things where you are kind of thing? Um, so that's been really interesting. And then I'm hmm. just here in my room by myself. Both of my roommates are getting laid, but that's fine. Oh. <laughs> I know. Uh. Um, I think uh, a couple weeks ago, just as, I mean, because California had set in its um, stay home rules, uh, but like most of the rest of the country hadn't yet. Mm-hmm. And there was an article by a woman who is, you know, like a pandemics expert. And she was, she's been following a lot of pandemics and she was like, okay, everybody, this is the time you need to figure out who you're going to bunker down with. Like, this is, where do you want to be to ride this out? You need Mm -hmm. to decide this right now. And I was like, wow, this article is coming out like two weeks too late. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I thought that was really interesting. She's like, if you want to, if you trust somebody and you enjoy their company and you think you could spend the next three months with them. And that's what she says. She said three months if you think you could spend the next three months with them and like you need, and you enjoy getting laid, maybe now's the time to like have like a short move in date with like the person (laughs) you're with. (laughs) And again, she was like very clear, like if you trust them, if you feel safe with them, if you feel like you'd be comfortable for three months and like Mm -hmm. just saying that, like, I was like, okay, yeah. Like a lot of people could have used this article and your roommates obviously were like, this is, well, this is happening now. Yeah. It's a whole new kind of cuffing season. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah. Yeah, no, it's just kind of nutty. Um, I'm of course with my husband. Yes. Oh my God. I want to hear so much about it because of course there's all the stuff on Twitter. That's like, Oh, like it, people who live together, but don't spend this much time together, realizing that there's something about the other person that drives them crazy. <laughs> well, And I think I've said this before, I don't know, but um, I feel like Matt and I have two very different lives, even though Mm -hmm. we have like the same social circle and we we do a lot of the same things. We work during the day, nine to five jobs, and then we go to like theater stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we're very separate individuals. Um, And so we go to different theater things. We don't necessarily like the same sort of entertainment things. We watch different things. And so for a long time, it's felt like we were really separate. And I will say I was a little worried, like having that we were going to be spending this much time together, like what that would be like. Mm -hmm. It's been fucking fabulous. Like it's been really, really delightful. Um, We're like, we are more careful with each other, like, in general, like, because this mm-hmm. is a stressful time, and so we're being, like, very gentle with each other, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're listening to each other a lot more, because we're being more gentle, and that's been really, really nice, uh, I think, for both of us, and I've, uh, I think we've been, I've, I've been enjoying the hell out of his company, um, and I hope he's been enjoying my company, and we've, uh, like we've gotten into a really nice routine where, you know, cause we both work during the day in separate rooms, but then we get to come out and have lunch together and we get to like see each other. And it's like a nice work buddy. Um, and honestly, that's been really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then like, 
yeah and like it's been nice taking care of each other it's been nice going on walks like it's been really pleasant um Mm -hmm. and that's in its own way been surprising Mm -hmm. but i don't know why i married him and i like him very much yeah and you're both great ah we're all right no you're both great so yeah no it's it's actually it's been really good um Mm -hmm. and i think like that's probably what i would say to anybody who's in this situation is just finding ways to be like Mm-hmm. Gentle, gen- gentle with each other and understanding and also like giving each other space mm-hmm. like, yeah i've been finding um my roommates and their significant others who are sheltering with us like because everybody's still doing things you know like everybody's having zoom meetings with friends or whatever um and so it's like oh i have this thing that i'm gonna do so I'll do it in the bedroom and then the other person goes into the living room and they just like spend a bit of time apart. Um, I'm like, oh good, I'm glad that you are doing that and not try to kill each other. <laughs> but then also it's, it gets a little difficult for me because like I finish work in my bedroom and then I want to walk away. But then somebody's like using the common spaces to be away from their significant other. And it's like, okay, I'll just go to a different part of my bedroom now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fortunately i have my my brand new bed to to spend time in the saga of neil's bed oh uh, but you have a new bed now and i'm so proud bed. it's gorgeous did i send a new you bedding a, and did i send you a picture of the end the final result you did not <gasps> i'll text it to you it's okay. so cute good Good, good, good. I'm glad. I'm really glad you actually have a new bed for this time that you'll be spending so much time in it. I know. Yeah. So it seems like we've sort of covered the gamut. You are with your your husband and spending a lovely time together. People Mm -hmm. in the world are Zoom dating and I've basically just put my love life on hold. But you're you're Zoom dating tomorrow. No, that's a that's an in-person thing. Oh right, yeah, you're six yeah. feet dating. So we'll see what happens there. But I I feel like that'll be even more difficult. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I I would think so. <sighs> you just have to pre- go, bring your fan and pretend you're in Victorian times, and that you can't. Ooh, that'll help. Yeah, so I bring my I'll bring my parasol as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is he, absolutely what he, you he will see me and turn around and walk away. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so that's Goodness. that. Yeah. Um, well, there is one more thing. Yes. Um, so when we were last on a Zoom chat, you had talked about favorite foods when you were a child. Oh yes. <laughs> and. Christine and I were disturbed. <laughs> sure. Listeners, listeners, Neil Higgins, I wouldn't uh-huh. say he's a picky eater. He is a very I know eater. I would say that. I would definitely say that. Well, like, you, yeah, you don't like fish. There's no fish. No fish. No fish happening. Except um, for shrimp. Except for shrimp. There is no, which I find odd, because it is, like, the flav- most flavorless of things. That's why. Um, but two, you actually hate flavorless things, because you don't like uh, watermelon. You don't mm-hmm. like um, jicama. You don't like... Um, if it's just water that's crunchy, you're like, what the fuck is this? I for? hate it. I hate it. I hate um, cucumber. But hate I cu- love cucumber water. Right. <laughs> Which I find 
insane. But there's no logic to this. Look, it's amazing, and I love you for it, and it's great. Um, and but as a child, you admitted as a child that mm-hmm. one of your favorite snacks was a peanut butter and mustard sandwich. Yep. Yep. And I was I like, I don't know where it came from. Like I was the like, I was the only person who ate it. And my dad, who made my lunch every day, was like, "I think you're weird, but you want a peanut butter mustard sandwich, and I don't see anything wrong with it, so I'll make it for you." And then just like imagining adorable little Neil, like getting his like plate of mustard and peanuts, peanut butter sandwich, and being just like so happy, and then going to look at trains. Like this is what I imagined you. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, because I I was obsessed with trains as a child. Yes. My first yes. word was train. it's true so i was going to also give you a thing that was weird that i liked but honestly i couldn't think of a damn thing that was as weird as that so um i have made for myself a peanut butter and mustard sandwich and i'm going to try it and then i will rate this quarantine sandwich on our scale of fuck Mary kill <laughs> um, so that we can see how it is um i'm gonna mute my microphone so we don't get like weird chewing sounds but um so neil you may want to um talk through what's happening right yeah, now and I'll when i come back i will everything. i we'll, i i'm giving you fair warning I wouldn't, I don't think I'd eat it now. It was just a thing that I was super into for like two years as a child. I know. Well, I think after this, you're going to have to go try it just because I, I think I, I might. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Okay. So Clara is taking a bite. And she, she, she cocked her head. She's, she seems intrigued. Um, she's pondering. She hasn't spit it out. So that's, a plus. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, she's taking another bite. Okay, so she doesn't loathe it. It doesn't make her gag. But how much she likes it, I couldn't tell you. Um, she's not, like, pleasantly surprised. She's not making a mmm face. No, she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> and i was just taking a giant sip of water to rinse everything out of her mouth <laughs> okay <laughs> um i will say okay here's my review one i can't i don't think i can actually judge it i don't think i used enough mustard oh okay um and i i think like so it was all peanut butter with like a slight mustard like mm-hmm. flavoring. Um, so I think I need more mustard. Okay. To actually judge this fairly. Two. Oh, there is a mustard aftertaste though, which is weird for peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use just like French's yellow mustard? Yeah. No, okay. I, I actually use French's yellow mustard. Okay. And um the reason that's I what took I used a- growing up. The reason I I took a second bite was because I was like, I did not get enough. God, it is an aftertaste of mustard. That is the funniest thing. Like, it's just like in my neck. Like, I feel like it's just like mustard. (laughs) I had to take like a big drink of water because it's peanut butter. And it was just like in my mouth. So, 
Um, so yeah, one, it was just mostly a peanut butter sandwich. Like I really don't feel like there was a lot of, oh, but there's so much aftertaste of that peanut butter, <laughs> that mustard, like it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I get it. Like, okay. it's not the worst. And I also think like if I had a, uh, maybe like a, a more, um, uh, a stronger flavoring of mustard, like, um, mm-hmm something that had a little bit more horseradish in it or something Ooh, like or or like a honey mustard oh well a honey mustard would be yeah i think so but like a really strong honey mustard because i i peanuts is such a strong flavor right and it's and i think i didn't really realize that until i have mustard it, again like the aftertaste <laughs> of the mustard because like, <laughs> my mouth is all you just had a peanut butter sandwich but my brain is all no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's mustard in these hills. <laughs> Very awkward, like flavor <laughs> sensation now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think. Um, look, I'm not going to kill it, if only because I think I want to give it a second try. I am hey. not marrying the sandwich. <laughs> sure, but hey, you're rating it better than some of the books we've read, so That's true. <laughs> I feel vindicated. So as far as like quarantine snacks go, I do mm-hmm. feel like if I found the right combination of mustard and peanut butter, this would definitely be one of those like cravings foods where it's mm. like, you know what I want. Um, Cause the thing is like, I do like peanut butter and sriracha like sauce things. Oh, okay. Um, so I wasn't, so I'm like, I'm up for like the spicy and peanut butter, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know about this mustard. I don't know. Like again, like the aftertaste is so cloying. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like in. <laughs> I'm gonna have to eat something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, that was that was great. That's the thing you did. <laughs> I think I did. Um, I think I'll try just... to find something that I have to make you eat. Next yes, time. please do. I honestly think I honestly think it was just a byproduct of my. Uh, child brain being like oh my god i love peanut butter and oh my god i love mustard so obviously the two together have to be fantastic <laughs> and um, your childhood was like yes and i am mm-hmm, green mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then whenever i ate it it was like a packed lunch at school so there'd be like the sandwich and then there were other things with it like a string cheese or an apple and then usually like a finger cookie so i didn't have to sit with it in my mouth for you know like the taste just like hanging out for a very long time um but okay you didn't hate it and so i, I feel I like i could it. win chopped <laughs> you could win chopped <laughs> um i'm looking mm. right now uh because i didn't want to do it before uh uh i've found other yeah people like this like this is a thing or uh people say they did it (laughs) (laughs) it feels like a lot of dares (laughs) well i was a daring child yeah no but you're not the only one like some people like it with pickles and some people like it with jelly oh that i don't understand I don't understand. I it's because I don't like pickles, so that sounds heinous to me. Of course, you don't like pickles. Of I don't like. Like. <laughs> but like, maybe the brininess is like an interesting middle ground between the peanut butter and the mustard. I mean, I get it because like the best peanut butter is also salty. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. 
Um, and I, and I do enjoy peanut butter and jelly and apple and, um, uh, banana. Well, sometimes banana. No, what I was going to say was chips, potato chips, like put the oh, potato yeah. chips in there. So it's like crunchy, salty, potatoey with all that's of that. A, oh, that's, that's really a, good. That's one of those things that you see in movies when they want to show that the character's weird, but it's actually a super common thing that everyone does. Yeah. like They'd be like, oh my it. God, this character's so quirky. They put ranch dressing on their pizza. Look how quirky they are. It's like, nah. Not but that's why they sell that. ranch with the pizza. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my local pizza place doesn't have salad. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a shit ton of ranch. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. Well, thank you, Claire. Well, thank you, Neil. Thank you, Christine. This has been delightful. Thank, thank you, Christine. Hello. Thank you, listeners. Oh, thanks, listeners. We really um, hope that you're all doing well all things considered um and we really appreciate that you um listen to us and hopefully we can be a little bit of a bright spot if nothing else you listen to clary to really weird sandwich so that's always fun fact 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 Fact. (laughs) um so all we have left to say is keep quarantining Keep your distance. Okay, we gotta work on the timing. Keep Keep distancing. distancing. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) 